For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today our guest is Vicki Lai, Assistant Professor in Psychology and Cognitive Science. Vicki studies how our brains process language, and especially how they process metaphors and other figurative language. Welcome, Vicki. Thank you. What drew you to study how we process language and especially how we process metaphors? I did my undergrad in Taiwan where I was involved in a metaphor project. We basically collected thousands of thousands of metaphors in Mandarin Chinese and we analyzed them one by one and put them together. For instance, if you think about a metaphor Life is a journey. Then we think about, um, you know, what kind of nouns and verbs and adjectives that we use to talk about journey and how we can apply those words in this concept of life. And in Mandarin, are there more metaphors used in language than, say, in English? I wouldn't say more, but I would say different. And how often do we use metaphors in English? In English, there was a study that showed that uh, people use metaphors once every 20 words, actually. That's really surprising. It's pretty frequent. So how do you determine what parts of the brain are activated when we hear metaphors? How do, how do you do your studies? We use two methodologies. One is EEG, also known as electroencephalogram, and it is essentially brain waves. So what we do is that we put electrodes on people's head when they read metaphorical sentences, and then we compare the brain activations from that with the brain activations from literal language reading. And what's the second method you use? The second method that we use is fMRI. We basically put people in a scanner and we ask them to read metaphoric language and as well as literal language. And then we compare the differential activations from those two types of reading. And you've shown differences between left and right brain activation. Can you tell us about those? Typically, when people think about language, it's in the left hemisphere. Uh, and when people think about creativity, and it's mostly found in the right hemisphere. Metaphor is an interesting case that combines creativity and language. So it's a creative language sort of thing. A lot of studies questioned whether uh, there is involvement of the right hemisphere in metaphoric language comprehension. And the debate is ongoing, uh, but the current view is more that the left hemisphere is still involved more in the metaphoric language. But the division of labor of the two hemispheres gets shifted to the right when it's metaphoric language. And is that true whether you're talking about the Mandarin language or English? That is true for any kind of language. Do we remember statements, conversations better if they include metaphor by activating these other regions of brain? Are you also helping with memory? I would say a short answer is yes. A study that's done in the 90s showed that metaphor helps with text comprehension. In that study, they showed learners texts with and without metaphors. And then they gave them comprehension questions afterwards to test their memory for the text. And it was showed that learners actually did remember text with metaphor better than those without. Which is what I think we all feel personally anyway, don't you think? Yeah, that was a behavioral study, but not much has been done in 
the neuroscience part. It seems like such an important practical application of the the field you're in to figure out ways to help us learn and remember my lab better, was, more easily. Yes, mm-hmm. my lab was certainly uh, going to that direction uh, in the next few years, looking at the brain activations for whether metaphor enhances memory traces for knowledge. Do you find different metaphors in different cultures that don't have matches across other cultures? Yes, absolutely. So in Mandarin Chinese, we have an expression, stir-fry the stock market, (laughs) which means manipulating the stock market. Now, for an English native speaker, that might be a very novel metaphor. But for Mandarin Chinese speakers, that's certainly uh, clear in how people want to manipulate the stock market. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Vicki. That was really interesting. Thank you. You can hear this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.